Hey, thanks for listening to the Reclaim Media Weekly Podcast. To stay up to date on all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now please enjoy the message. I feel like sometimes in our walk with God, we get caught up in the insignificant things, and we start to dial in our, our focus on things that don't really matter. And sometimes it's important that we reevaluate where our faith lies, that we evaluate our heart, and we ask the Lord if there's anything that's distracting us or if there's anything that's causing us to lose focus on the things that really matter. Today's message, I really want to encourage you with what we believe and really simplify it today and maybe refocus so that we're not distracted by the things that don't really matter. In the book of Psalms, chapter 139, verse 23 and 24, it says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. The truth is that all of us will come to a point where we have to rework some things in our life. We've got to look at some things and say, man, I need to reevaluate. I need to refocus. I need to remember the simple things of my faith, the most important things, the foundational ideas of faith. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. But where do we start this evaluation? I believe we start to look at the patterns that we're following in our lives. We start to look at the teachings that we're beginning to trust and the teachers that we're beginning to follow. Are they really teaching us the simple, simple gospel? Are they really teaching us God's word? Or are they beginning to infiltrate our minds with things that don't really matter, things that are insignificant, and things that will cause us to lose focus? In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13 and 14, Follow the pattern of the sound words that you heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. So in our life, in our faith, we have to stick to sound teaching and sound doctrine. Well, where does this come from? This comes from the Word of God. And the thing about the Word of God is it does not change with time. As culture changes, what we find is we find teachers trying to change the Word of God to match what culture is saying, how culture is feeling, and the opinions that culture is giving out. But the Word of God doesn't change. So as we stand on the Word of God, most of the time, I'd say all of the time, we're going to go against the culture of the world. We're going to go against the opinions of man. But that doesn't matter. What matters the most is that you are are sticking to sound doctrine in your life. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. The Word of God is a great pattern to follow. It lays the path before us. It teaches us and guides our lives. The question is, what patterns do you follow? Are you following the patterns of the world? Are you following the patterns of your own desires, your own opinions, your own emotions? Or are you following the sound teaching of Jesus? Because your pattern, what you follow, will determine your destination. A worldly pattern leads to destruction. But a a godly pattern and following the patterns of the Word of God leads to durability in all season, leads to real life and true satisfaction. It leads to salvation. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27 says, Anyone who listens to my teachings and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and does not obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. 
See, what happens is when we are looking and focusing on the insignificant things and the things that don't matter, we lose focus on the things that do matter. And we lose that foundation of the Word of God. We lose the foundation of the patterns of sound teaching. And that's why whenever you're going through something, you easily give up or you easily crumble because you have no solid foundation of the Word of God and the teachings of Jesus. So it's important that we reevaluate this. The Word of God is our foundation, that the Word of God is the, is the guiding light to our life, that we're not just making our decisions off of emotion or off of culture, but we're making our decisions off the foundation of the truth of the Word of God. In John chapter 20, verse 30 and 31, it says, The disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in Him, you will have life by the power of His name. As we follow the Word of God, we begin to experience what really matters. And what really matters? What really matters is a relationship with Jesus, that we know Him, that we're connected to Him, that we see His, His, His nature and we learn about His teachings, we learn about His heart, and that all comes in the Word of God. And again, we get so sidetracked by all these little insignificant things that don't really matter, and we lose sight of what really matters, and that's Jesus Himself. So we have to reevaluate our salvation. We have to reevaluate our beliefs. What exactly do we believe in? In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8, it says, Fix this picture firmly in your mind. Jesus descended from the line of David, raised from the dead. It's what you've heard from me all along. The scripture is saying to fix our minds on Jesus, our hearts on Jesus. He is what we believe in. We believe in Jesus Christ. Everything is based around who he is and what he's done for us. He's the one that we believe in. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 through 3, it says, Long ago, God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets. And now in these final days, he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the son as an inheritance. And through the son, he created the universe. The son radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. And he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. So who is Jesus? Jesus is the very nature of God. Jesus revealed to us who God is and how he loves us, how he lives, what he loves, what he hates. This is what Jesus did. He showed us the very nature of of God. He walked the earth as a man, was tempted in every way, but yet did not sin. And he shows us who God is. As we look at Jesus, we see God. We see who he is, the Son of God. Our faith is not in a religion. Our faith, our belief system is not in tradition. It's in Jesus Christ. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, it says, This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. Our faith is in a God who can relate to us, who came down from heaven to the earth to be a man, to live a sinless life, so that he can be a perfect sacrifice, so that our sins would be covered. This is what Jesus did. This is what we believe in Christian don't get sidetracked. Don't forget what, what we believe in. We believe that Jesus died on the cross and he rose again for our sins. I feel like sometimes we, we start to look at the political climate and all these other things that are going on in the world and we, we get so scared of what the direction the world is going. We get so worried and we get so frustrated and we get so confused about all these things. Guys, 
Remember what we believe in. The basis of our faith, the foundation of our faith is that Jesus Christ died for our sins on the cross, rose again, and ascended into heaven. And now we are, we are able to be in right standing before God. This is what our faith is in. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14 through 17, it says, And if Christ has not been raised, then all of our preaching is useless and your faith is useless. And we apostles would all be lying about God, for we have said that God raised Christ from the grave. But that can't be true if there's no resurrection of the dead. And if there's no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. So again, this is the basis of our faith. This is the foundation of our faith that Jesus Christ rose from the grave and, is, and it is sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven. But it doesn't end there because when Jesus went up, he sent down the Holy Spirit. Now again, this may seem very basic to you, maybe something that you're like, I already know this, I, I understand that, but I'm trying to reevaluate this. I'm trying to help us understand that it's about the simple gospel, the simple truth of scripture that Jesus died on the cross, rose from the grave, ascended into heaven, and then he sent down the Holy Spirit and filled us. So Jesus came to the earth and lived a life, but now God lives inside of me. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. We are now completely changed, brand new creations, a new nature, because the Spirit of God now dwells in us. Romans chapter 2, verse 23 through 26 says, for everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in His grace freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when He freed us from the penalty for our sins. God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed His life, shedding His blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when He held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair and just. And he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. So Jesus in me, he took my punishment. We all deserved hell. We were all sinners. He paid the debt of my sin. He forgave my sin. Now I'm forgiven. I'm a child of God. I, I'm, I'm made new. Now I'm not an orphan. I'm not a slave to sin, but I'm a son of God. And now the Holy Spirit dwells in me. And as the Holy Spirit dwells in us, what he does is he affirms in us who we are in Christ. So the simple gospel, Jesus died on the cross. He rose again from the grave. He's ascended and he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. He sends down the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit dwells in us. And as the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us, he's empowering us to live a life that glorifies God. And not only does he empower us to live this life, but he also affirms and cries out who we are. And he cries out, Abba, Father, because we are sons and daughters of God. This is the simple gospel. This is the beautiful gospel. This is what we believe in. This is the foundation of our faith that I was a sinner, I needed saving, I needed someone to pay my debt, or else I would have been in hell for eternity, but Jesus came, and he saved my life, and he saved your life, and now the Holy Spirit dwells in us. But the beauty of the gospel is that it doesn't just end on our life in earth. It's not like, you know, we live this good life, we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we do good things, we glorify God, and then we just die. But Jesus came, and when he went, he went and he prepared a place for us to be with him for all of eternity. 
In John chapter 14, verse 1 through 3, it says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If it were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. So as Jesus ascended into heaven, he sent down the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit now dwells in us. We're empowered now to live a life that glorifies God. We're affirmed as sons and daughters of God. But Jesus is also coming back again. Now again, I think that we forget this. We get distracted by all the insignificant things. But do you live life like Jesus is coming back today? Because he is going to come back. And when he comes back, he's taking those who are ready, those who put their faith in him, those who given their lives from him. He's coming back and he's taking us to a place that he's prepared. This, is, this, is, this always blows my mind whenever I think about it. Because Jesus is actually preparing a place for us in heaven. He's, he's, setting, up the, the, he's setting up the house of the Father so that we can dwell together. This is not something to be distracted from. This is not something to lose focus of or lose sight of. This is what we believe in, guys. You have to come to that evaluating moment where you reevaluate what you believe in. Do you believe in just religion or do you believe in what the scripture says? That Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He rose again, sent the Holy Spirit, and now he's up in heaven preparing a place for us. He's going to come again, and when he comes again, will you be ready? Will you be ready when Jesus comes back? Or will you be distracted by all the little things in the church and by all the little things in the culture and by all the little things in your family? I wanted to encourage you today. And I hope that today we are bringing back our focus to the foundation of our faith. Jesus alone. Our faith and our salvation is only in Christ. He came as a man. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross for our sins, rose again, ascended to heaven, sent down the gift, the Holy Spirit, the teacher, our guide. This empowerment we have now, we can live a life that glorifies God, that we don't have to live our own sinful life. We are now new creations affirmed by the Spirit, and now He's going to come back again one day, and He's preparing a place for us. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this encouraged you. If you are not a supporter, a monthly supporter, or if you've never been able to support this ministry, Reclaim Media, I want to give you an opportunity to do that today. You can do that on our website. You could sign up and give monthly, or you just do a one-time gift. If you can't support financially, I'd ask you to like these videos, share them, comment on them, send them to your family and your friends. Maybe there's somebody who needs to be saved, who needs to know Jesus, and you could send this teaching to them. It's a very simple gospel, but thank you again for all your support. I appreciate it all so much, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website, reclaim.media slash donate. Thank you.